Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. Like to go back to the thermals. One of the things that was weird was getting more and more comfortable breaking rules because you felt like, or I felt like, they actually didn't make. They one either didn't make sense at the beginning, um, but thermals are an extreme example. Or, or two, they. Uh, I just this is kind of a dark area I'm going to dip into without saying anything too serious, but that they weren't enforced. So it was the equivalent of them not being rules. Um, so here's a, a light version of that. A light version of that is just uh, having extra clothes. Yeah. Um, where unless somebody did something wrong in, in our pod, at least uh, like an M8, uh, you could just have extra clothes and people had specific ways of hiding it and... Uh, I know this one guy actually constructed a net underneath his bunk so that whenever the uh, guards would come in to search for extra clothes, he would have two or three pairs of extra pants just suctioned on the bottom of his bunk. And they just never thought to look there. So, you know, basically he had the equivalent of a patent on this technology that everyone wanted. And uh, he would charge top dollar uh, to sell it to them, but he would never teach anyone how to manufacture it. Which is what they, uh, which is kind of how things worked in um, in industry. It's you never teach someone how to make, you know, you know, in an assembly line, you never teach someone how to make like um, the device. You teach them how to make one part of the device <laughs> and assemble that one part. Right. That way they never know how the device is put together. They just know that one part. You yeah. get a bunch of people to do that. Yeah. Speaking of assembly lines, how long are those things going to last with, I mean, artificial intelligence? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I mean, that, I mean, honestly, <laughs> regular robotics just hasn't even, it, it, it hasn't even reached its peak in, in, in industry because there are a lot of areas where people just aren't aware of the robotics or there hasn't been any specialist or consultant or whatever to come in and properly implement a robotic system. Or maybe it's just not cost effective everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, so it's funny. So apparently it's uh, robot. So for building complex things, like really tiny complex things, it's actually easier if you get a human being to do it. That's what oh, I've wow. heard. And um, that might be something that's uh, changing uh, well, while yeah. we speak. I would imagine that robotics will get better, and therefore it's going to be cheaper and easier to manufacture robots that are going to be able to build more complex things. And um, how do you uh, define complex? I would define complex. Well, I would define complex as having intricate. Um, intricate pieces that are either delicate or there's a lot of them yeah when, when I think about 3D printing I, I rethink the definition of complex because I remember I had an argument with one of the guys when I worked in the lab he was kind of like the main dude good guy by the way I think yeah. he's in grad school over there still 
but uh, he was like the main dude who put together the 3D printers when they arrived, because the last summer that I was there, we our lab just bought, I think, three different sized 3D printers, mm-hmm. so one, the, the general goal was micro uh, devices, and that was microelectronics, but also things like uh, microfluidics, um, and they, uh, he, would, he would assemble all these 3D printers, and for me, I was mostly a designer. So I was on my computer on CAD while he was actually screwing in nuts and bolts. And um, I remember asking him, so what's the difference between these two printers? And he said, kind of casually, well, this one can print more complex designs than the other one. And I said, what do you mean by complex? You know, and he was like, you know, I mean, you know. <laughs> like, basically, we were at a standstill because we couldn't figure out how to define it. And since then, I'd been trying to figure out what I meant by the question and what he meant by the answer. But here's something to consider in, in the definition, I think. With 3D printing, it is the same to do... Let me say, like... Things, things that on a 2D layer... Um, fuck, how, do, how do I go about saying this? Things that, in, basically anything that can be a series of 2D layers printed on top of each other are equally difficult to the printer. But for the human observer, one thing might seem way more complex than another. And one example is like a solid cube might seem less complex than a, than a hollow cube that has uh, like platonic... Um, um, three-dimensional objects inside of it, right? Or, or it, here's a simpler example, a cube that has, like, an empty sphere with supports and it's a, above the sphere it works. That might be equally complex for a 3D printer, but for us it's like, oh, you know? But it's like printing the word the versus the word, uh, you know, uh, whatever other three-letter words you want to choose is the same for a regular printer. Um, and so because you can kind of do stuff where the inside, changing things on the inside is just as um, doable, I guess, as, 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 as forming things on the outside, I think that changes the definition of complex. I think it, it almost depends on what the technology is capable of doing. Yeah. Um, and because we're seeing advancements in, in, in these areas every few uh, months it's just like if you're not the guy you know working at Tesla right who's designing the Gigafactory yeah. machinery then you if you're not on the cutting edge then you might not even know anymore what's complex uh, because again it's like going from calligraphy to regular printing where there's certain movements that are difficult for the human hand but if you have some laser thing on an XY axis, it's, it's a non-issue. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's almost. It doesn't matter to the machine. Yeah. Um. So. <coughs> hopefully. Uh, one of the things that that I secretly hope is that art is always going to be relevant. That it's always going to be something that human beings are necessary for. Now, you know, obviously art benefits from technology. I mean, right now we have MP3s. That's like somebody had to code that. But, or some team. But uh, the actual decision-making for 
what a human being might find appealing or the expression of a human experience. In theory, AIs could dominate, I think. I just hope that humans <laughs> dominate, but I think AI could. And it kind of worries me a little bit. Well... More than dystopian futures. Or maybe it is a dystopian future. So... Uh, with AI, when it comes to AI... Um, it's... It's hard... It's hard for me to imagine... I mean, maybe it could exist, but it's hard for me to imagine an AI that thinks be, that is beyond a, how humans think. And the reason why I say that is, granted, while it's a machine and it can process and we can give it that ability, the way that we that we're we so we construct the AI, and the way that we comprehend information and how we go about things and processing things, I don't think the AI can go beyond that because despite all its processing power, at a fundamental level, we still programmed it, and it's honestly, I feel it's going to be a lot like us. Yeah. So, well, I, I think that one of the things that, I don't know if this goes against that point, but it might, um, is that... A true general AI, I think, is just a learning machine. And it's not really programmed to do anything. Um, I think that it's just, if anything, it's just programmed at learning stuff. And perhaps one that is humanoid might be programmed to learn the way humans learn specifically. Um, but if it really is just a learning machine, then it has the same challenges, I think, that, that we have in processing art. It, it, it would have to grow its taste in the same way we have to, but I think it's... I don't, I don't see, like, a barrier for uh, it being capable of comprehending things that we do simply because it can just... If it starts off without, you know, being able to comprehend it, it can learn it. What are the factors that you look for? Um, what are the things... How do you weigh out one thing versus another? And these things seem to be more about decision-making than they are about biology. And computers, here's another thing, they're really, they're really fast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some, there's some people who speculate that, like, the moment that, it w that an AI is equal uh, to a human being at learning, well, one week after that, it might be, you know like a human being that has lived a thousand years yeah. so so there's really like a um, the difference between the tipping point and like and being advanced might be a lot closer just because of the speed um, because imagine if you if we had a computer that was exactly like you now but it could just process things faster then um, you know it could it could make basic decisions look over there, okay, people are crowded in this particular way, they seem to be mingling, uh, no one's getting on, that means the bus isn't, uh, it hasn't left yet. Yeah. Uh, okay, look over here, someone just stopped their car, they probably work for a nearby business. Um, you know, but at the same time, it could be doing things like, it could have read every single license plate in the parking lot yeah. too. On top of just the regular processing, because uh, because of the, the just the raw speed that we don't have. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so, 
to me, as long as it is really a general learning thing, I don't see the barrier um, for being like a human in thought, but it could exist. And again, to get back to the art thing, I hope it exists, because then, you know, I don't want to Robo chef of X. Yeah, right? yeah. To be to have more followers than me. Think about it. It'd be like the ultimate um, fake accounts thing, yeah. where the AIs just simultaneously take over every account. All right, we gotta go. <laughs> I'm a real ticker. I got triggers. Dip her in honey. I will lick her like Pooh Bear. I'm too rare. You care bears. Your crew scared. Tape here when the fam's near. Cheap shit. That's out. Weekends in the kitchen. Off the deep end, but I'm living. Ooh, cleaner than soap box. The Chef of X podcast. Mmm, delicious.